0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW report Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
2: 18 plus.
0: Blob Talk Radio.
2: Every.
3: I can see it in their eyes,
1: empty people filled
3: with care, headed who knows where? on they go through private pain, living Hides their Silent cry Only Jesus
0: Your prayers um, For God's vision um, So we can be Because one thing we all want to do Me, Chris, Paul We always want to be very sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit to follow The direction that the Lord gives us For this Ministry, for this broadcast um, So that we're always in His will So that whatever it is That He's wanting to do Not necessarily how how we see things happening we have a vision from the lord which the lord gave um that the lord gave us but how he goes about fulfilling his vision because it's it's our vision but it's really his vision for the church and for the world um and so we want to be sensitive to follow in his footsteps to make sure that everything we're doing is according to his plan so that his vision is accomplished because it's all it's not about the it's not about prayer international it's about the glory of the only begotten Son of the Father Jesus Christ and so we always 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 covet your prayers um one thing that we've been discussing and um one thing we've been going through recently just to bring you our family um which we consider all of you our family um is that, you know, none of us, me, Chris, Paul, um, none of us are lifelong um, professional um, ministers. Um, while some of us have ordinations, all three of us have ordinations or and are theoretically considered um, ordained ministers, none of us have spent an entire life behind a pulpit um, running a ministry, running businesses or whatever. Um, and so... Figuring out the right way to do things in today's times is not always easy. All we know is we had a vision from the Lord, and we just started moving upon that. We built a website in the beginning. Um, We set up ways that people could contact us to get prayer, and we decided to make ourselves available um, every night of the week, two hours a night. Um, Not to boast in us, um, but to boast in the Lord. I don't know that there's that many places um, where that are available two nights every night of the week for prayer. Um, and so, I mean, there, I know there's some out there, but what we wanted to do was be a presence on on the Internet so that no matter what time it is, sooner or later, if you need prayer, there's always going to be someone there for you. Always going to be someone there to lift up the name of Jesus, to stand upon the Word of God for whatever need it is you have at that particular moment. Um that being said, um we knew we were forming a ministry, but as far as the legal particulars of it, we weren't necessarily sure in the beginning. Um and so we've always just been prayer international ministry, um which is all encompassing whatever the Lord wants to do. One direction we're praying about is actually forming an actual church. Um whether that's necessarily in a building or just an online church. Um and then there's always the option of f- going through the government for getting a 501c3 tax exempt status and things like that. Um which there's restrictions on. Um there's restrictions for which people a lot of people don't know is that when you have a 501c3 for tax exempt status um the government can control a lot of things there's specific regulations you have to follow there's some things you, set, you can say some things you can't say and we and, and I know for myself in general I don't want the gospel of the lord jesus christ to be veiled at any point in time I don't want to ever have to hide the truth of the gospel from anybody for the sake of the political correctness that people think you have to have I think in the times that we're living in, we need we need more of the truth and less of trying to please everybody, less of trying to not offend people. Um, I firmly believe that, you know, Jesus didn't care if people got offended. He spoke the truth. And people are going to get offended. Um, they're going to get offended not because of us and in, in our own persons, They're going to get offended because of the message we preach, which is Christ Jesus and him crucified. And that is going to offend the world, no matter what, because the world lives in darkness. Um, They follow their father, who is the father of lies. The world is corrupted by the desires of the flesh, like the Bible says, fulfilling desires of the flesh. And... You know, it said, but this is the, it says the world and the and the thing and the things thereof are are passing away, but the true light is already is already shining, and so we need to be more earnest, more vigilant, more passionate about proclaiming the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ to the world. And you know what? If the world gets offended by the message we preach, then they're not offended by us. They're offended by the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says that if anybody is in the light, they come, they come forward into the light so their works can be seen that they're done in God. And the world will hide um, their works because they're ashamed of them. And, you know, nobody in the world wants to be put under submission of the cross of Calvary. But the Bible says that we have, just consider yourself dead to sin and alive lack of God. New creatures in Christ. Jesus bought with a price. And so one of the downsides about getting a 501c3 status is that the government controls a lot of things that you can say. And, um, you know, it's been pressing on my heart and my spirit for a little bit of time not necessarily for what happens today not necessarily what's going to happen next month but more in general what's going to happen in a year two years from now when maybe when there perhaps could be major crises in the world i don't want us to be just another ministry out there that's saying okay well if you want to live this way that's fine you can live that way um because that's not what the Bible says. I don't care what people think about it. I don't care what people declare about it in the world. You know, the Bible has literal truth. The Bible says there's. It says walk this way, don't walk that way. Choose death and not. Li- I mean, choose life and not death. Elijah stood on the mountain. You know, it's the same thing that every single one of us need to do every day. And I wish we could get on top of our rooftops, stand in our neighborhoods, and cry out at the top of our lungs choose to or serve. If you want to serve god the, the god of the if you want to serve the, the god of Baal and you want to serve the world, then then serve them. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord God and him only are we going to serve. And so that being said, um it turns out um I, I found this website by accident last night and I sent it to Paul and I was expecting a different result. From our conversation with him Because Paul um, actually knows a lot About the law He knows a lot about um, the specifics And I I didn't really read through The whole website um, But Paul did And um, The first thing I heard from him this afternoon Was like um, That it was great And then he told me he read through it And he told me that I need to go read through it And you know it turns out Whether people realize it or not that churches, by definition, according to the IRS, and, and if you actually went to the IRS website and you typed in their little search window qualifications for it to be a church or um, re- requirements for it to be a church, it gives you this little document that the IRS has set about about um, nonprofit ministries and filing for a 501c3. And on, like, the second page, at the very top of the page, it says churches, by, by definition, are tax exempt even without a 501 C three, the reason to get a 501 C three is because people don't know that churches are tax exempt and people don't. And, and it's politic. And I guess it's politically correct nowadays to have a 501 C three, sort of like the government gives you a pat on the back and says, okay, well, we accept you now. So now you're tax exempt, but wait, but even though you were already tax exempt, now we're going to like put an official stamp on you saying you're tax exempt. And, you know, um, so, I mean, that's pretty much the way it is. Um, you know, the government is always going to try to control and try to hide and veil the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We can see it all around us. We can see it everywhere we go. Um, they've tried for years, and they're trying to eliminate the very knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ um, from the face of the earth. Um, there's other nations out there that, I mean, China, Iran, um islam nation communist nations where they forbid preaching the gospel of the lord jesus christ or you risk death um i heard once that there are some nations that you can stand up you can claim you're a christian and they're really like you know what that's fine you can be a christian but the second you get baptized you risk being killed on the spot because then when you get baptized they know you're serious and here in the united states where we live for example there's a myriad of religious freedoms you have. You can worship pretty much anybody, anybody you want to, um, as long as the government approves of it. And um, because if not, then it's considered um, um, you're considered a terrorist group or a terrorist organization. And as long as I mean, as long as it's the, if you serve the Christian God, that is, you're a terrorist because you have extreme viewpoints that don't go for the good of humanity. Um, but in, the, in reality, the good of humanity is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And the Bible says there's no other name except the name of Jesus by, when, by which men must be saved. And, you know, it all comes down to that. The very name of Jesus. That's it. That's the um, every scripture, every story, every lesson, um, every um, every revelation that can possibly come from any any minister every every tape, every teaching session, every video that you've ever watched, every worship song, everything boils down to the very fact that God has given him the name that is above every name that in the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, and every tongue should confess, and that there's no other name given among heaven and earth by which we must be saved except for the name of Jesus and if it causes us to be persecuted, then you know what well, that's what the Bible says is gonna happen anyway. Jesus said, um that if they persecute you it's because of me. And, you know, Paul's I mean, the apostle Paul said in Philippians, he said, um, he counted all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. Um, and you know, some people stop there. Um, but what Paul continues to say is, you know, let me flip here request, so I don't mess up Paul's Paul's writings. Um And this is um, Philippians 3, 7. It says, But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, Which is from the law But that which is through faith in Christ The righteousness Which is from God By faith That I may know him And the power of his resurrection And you know Brace yourself for this one And it says And the fellowship of his sufferings Being conformed to his death You know Paul didn't think that persecution from the world for the sake of Christ Jesus was something that people may every now and then get exposed to. It wasn't something that was hidden or that you may hear about off and on. Persecution for the name of Christ Jesus was a way of life for Paul. He lived a life of persecution for the sake of Christ because It was the reality of it, is that the world is evil, the world is wicked, um, fallen under the sway of the wicked one, um, cast about to and fro with every doctrine that comes about, always um, hungering for more of, of the desires of the flesh, never wanting to come to the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, never wanting to bow to anybody, let alone the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who said, walk this way. And so the reality is that, you know, regardless of what people say, we want to speak the truth to all of you. Because if we can't come here every night, and if we can't declare the truth of the scriptures of the Word of God without hesitation, if we can't tell you what the Word of God declares without coding it in such a way that it'll please and tickle everybody's ears, then we don't have a right to even mention the name of Jesus in front of you, because then we're, if we don't speak the absolute truth of the gospel, then we're giving you a watered-down version of what Jesus died for, and we're giving you a watered-down version of the Word of God. And you know Paul said, if anyone preaches any other gospel, then that's which, we, which he, is, he then, that they had preached, that they should be accursed, and he said it twice. And, you know, either serve God or don't serve God. It doesn't really matter. Take your pick. Serve whoever you want. But in the end, serve, I mean, if you're going to serve the Lord, serve the Lord. Do what he says. Um, you know, it's funny because on my way home today, um, and I know this is a long tangent, Chris and Paul. When I was on my way home today, I was listening to talk radio, and they were talking about, like, some police officer who shot some drug dealer, and there's a big outrage over it and the drug dealer was in some place he wasn't even allowed to be and he got shot and the family of the drug dealer was going crazy well why did he get why did they shoot him and blah 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 and i guess the the drug dealer had pretended to have a gun and when the police officer told him to stop he wouldn't do it and it's like okay common sense tells you if a police officer says to stop you comply you do what they say because if you don't you get shot you know, and, and while it's a weird story, in the, in the same way, if the scripture declares something, comply. It's the God of all heaven and earth. I think one thing that the world lacks, all of us lack, every one of us, is fear of the Lord. You know, he's not some tiny God who's out there who is all love and flowers. Yes, his love is immense. Yes, his love is from everlasting to everlasting. Yes, it's uncomprehendable. But yet this loving God is also, as the Bible declares, a consuming fire who created heaven and earth and spoke one time and caused everything that didn't exist to come into existence in the entire world, the entire universe, every atom of our bodies, every atom that comprises the universe is held together by his will alone. It says that through Jesus all things exist and consist and have their meaning, and without him nothing was made that was made. You know this same God who it says raised Christ Jesus from the dead, set him at his right sat, sat him at his right hand, it said that he's going to put all things underneath his feet. And it also says that we're also we're also going to all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Me. You, Chris, Paul, every single one of us are going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. Some, of, some people he's going to say, depart from me for I never knew you. And others he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your Lord. And the real question is, comes down to that day, what decision is he going to make regarding you? Is your life and every bit of your life, is it done because you want to please the world and have an appearance that the world can approve of? Or do you want the glory and the honor that only comes from the Father for those that are found in Him? Anyway, I think I've talked enough. Our call-in number, 619-638-8458. So how's it going, Paul?
4: Excellent. My wife is listening to you, Olivia, and she said thank you for the word. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of reading in the chat room. It don't matter how big your ministry is. It don't matter how small it is. It don't matter how many people you raise from the dead. What I have found... And I find it so amusing, you know when you're walking out there driving around with guns and drugs and you know carrying you know multiple felons with you uh, you got this this group of people on the sidelines and the bleachers you know booing you, but then all the guys with the tats and the bikers slinging guns. Um, carrying explosives, they're uh, giving you a high five. But somehow God gets a hold of you. And the only way that anyone would know the difference is because it's got to be God because how in the world was somebody carrying explosives and ammunition and armor and artillery and drugs You know, wanted in multiple states How in the world could anyone Be forgiven like that? That's the way the church looks But then he starts serving God And is sold out on God Because God says he'd rather Spit you out of his mouth than you be lukewarm Which is what most of the pews are today Um, you know They don't go do any evangelism You know, uh it's all about me, me, me. Though they're in church, most of them have been raised in church, and then you see the Christians. Now, now you're on the side with the Christians, and wow, yeah, I see more people blown out of church and hurt in church by Christians than they would be in a bar. And you got to sit there and you arm wrestle with it, wondering how is this? You know, that now that now that they're serving God and they're being ousted and hurt by Christians. You know, um, though a man may go to Kansas City and have an adulterous relationship once a month, but his Christian neighbor next door sits there and blasphemies God. You know, she she gossips about everyone in the neighborhood daily, murdering them, you know. And though we are all created in the image of God, why is it that the Christian lady who, you know, is over the the Christian ministry, you know, over the kitchen and this and that, and, you know, everyone, you know, smells her perfume and she walks in the door. Why is it that it's okay for her to murder God's children? Because whenever you just downgrade them and say, oh, they're this and this and this, you know, you're talking about God's children who are uh, made in the image of God, you know. So I arm wrestle with it daily. When I hear Christians just talk trash about other people, you know, because the Bible says in the tongue is life and death and that you'll eat the fruit thereof. And, you know, you know, I, I got to defend Joel Osteen. You know, he's a happy preacher, you know, and I don't, you know, uh, I mean, he can't be doing too much wrong being that he's got the largest ministry by the grace of God in North America. I mean, my wife was dying, literally, and she remembered this little man down in Houston had this little 14-word sentence. It was a sinner's prayer, and while my wife is flopping on the bathtub, you know, dying, literally, um, she said the sinner's prayer, and everything went down the drain, she'll tell you about it. You know, she'll be very emotional, but, you know, Ron Shakespeare went down to go see Diane Nutt, you know? Uh, she has an average of about 40 people in her church every Sunday. But you know what? I guarantee you, let that young lady lay hands on you, and smoke will come out of your ears. So, you know, all these guys that are big preachers, um, God bless. Hallelujah. Um, you know, I, I, I work with, I have some brothers in ministry. We do prison ministry together. Um You know, I'm I'm not a pastor, I'm not a teacher. You know, I'm somebody that God spared. Um, But I got thirty to forty hours a week in ministry. Okay, I'm not on salary or nothing. I do it by the love of Jesus. And I and and I look at people with these big ministries. uh, I got a guy that comes to Promise Keepers on Friday, every Friday. He don't like Rick Warren. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, you know, because he teaches out of the NIV. If it's not the King James, that's that's legalist, man. That, that's religion. So, anyway, I, you know, I, me, honestly, I have a problem with with uh, ministry. Uh, I, I wonder why God wants me to pray for anyone. Uh, why he would even use me when I see all this corrupt, foul, bitter anger uh mentality in the church so maybe you and Chris who's been working with the uh lord for 25 years maybe y'all have a better grip on it than I do and I Chris tells me all the time hey guard your heart guard your heart you know don't get caught up in the church machine so I I I I
0: tell you um I'll tell you a joke um and then um, we actually have my wife on the line, because she wants prayer, if you feel like praying. Um, but So here's a joke for you, Paul. Um, a man was in church um, with a mohawk and whatever, and, the, and he ends up leaving, leaving the church, standing outside, and he meets Jesus outside, and Jesus is standing there with this man, and Jesus and the guy looks upset, and Jesus looks at him. and He's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Well, I love, I love, I love the Lord, but the church kicked me out." And Jesus looked at him and said, "Yeah, I understand. They kicked me out too." Uh, so yeah. So anyway, it um, was a rare, rare honor tonight. Um, we have my amazing, amazingly anointed wife on the line, Rebecca who has called in because she's okay, wanting
4: Mom. Yeah.
0: I don't actually, I, I can tell you, I have no idea what she's wanting prayer for. I know she's going to go see our, um, she's going to go see my niece um, at the hospital tomorrow, who's in a vegetative state um, and has been for two years. Um, so that could be it. But um, anyway, are you still there, Rebecca?
2: Yes. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, we can hear you, Paul
2: Okay
0: I think we're getting um, Olivia over here to pray Okay
4: Yeah, well, uh, we're going to get Olivia Hello, Rebecca I got Hi left. How are you, you doing? Good to hear your voice
0: <laughs> And I think we lost Chris or he dropped off temporarily He may have gone to take care of Tracy. Um, For all of you out there who know, um, a little bit of details. um, Tracy um, had an accident um, recently, and um, she's been suffering from the accident. Um, She's been having some pinched nerves and some problems in her vertebrae, and we've been praying every night interceding on her behalf. Um, She's been in great deals of pain, Um, I think, just tonight. They or last night they went back to the hospital to get some medication. And because of the situation with the pinched nerves and with the, she's been getting massive migraines, which she never gets. Um, and because of the intense pain that she's been in because of this accident, um, they even gave her morphine at the hospital, which is really strong. And she can still feel the pain. So um, Chris is probably going to take care of her at the moment. Um so, everybody, we all need to intercede. Keep interceding for Tracy Herzog, but the Lord will heal her. And um, remove all the pain, heal every bone, heal every vertebrae, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We, still, we, we still waiting for Olivia?
4: Yeah, she's right here. I'm right
0: here. Hi, Olivia. How are you? I'm doing alright It's good to hear your voice too. <laughs> we need to have a show. We need to have at least one show where all the women of Prayer International, you, Chris's wife Tracy, my wife Rebecca, we're all three of y'all get on the show and let the Holy Spirit have His way and see what happens. I don't
2: know. Y'all might get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think the Holy Spirit will arrange that if He is wanting us to do that. <laughs> I I feel safe praying in the midst of my home and uh, being behind the scenes is what I've done a lot of my life. And um, you know, I think of the scripture that talks about going into your prayer closet. Um, uh-huh. I never I never wanted to be one that stood on the street corner, and I don't think of what y'all do is on the street corner. You know, praying amongst you know, so that they may be seen among men, but I just never have been one to be um, in the limelight. (laughs) It feels like the limelight. (laughs) Yeah, same here. I like praying behind the scenes. I know he hears me and, and he will, you know, bless me with all that I desire. Amen.
0: Joel. Joel
4: Osteen.
2: He wants me to say something about Joel Osteen. What were you all talking about?
4: I'm just try to give them your testimony about Joe and how a man over the television. Just tell talk about it a little bit.
2: Yeah, you know, as I, as I walk through um, this journey, um, I think back at my salvation that the Lord prepared for me. And I know that it was my time. And, you know, each night I would come in from doing whatever, whatever time of the night, 2 o'clock in the morning, 7 p.m. in the after- evening uh, you know, in the afternoon, I would come home and there's Joel Osteen, there's Joel Osteen, there's Joel Osteen on the TV. I would just turn it on periodically and there he is. And, you know, oh. as you're standing in your room and you're listening to him and, uh, you know, whatever might have been happening in my day, he was speaking about it. And, I mean, I really had to look over my shoulder and look at the TV and wonder, can he see me in this room? You know, I mean, that's how familiar... The subject that he was addressing. And as I walk um, now, continuing to grow in the Lord, I know that I've come across scripture that says um, the Lord draws us to him, and there is a depth in time for that to happen. He has planned our rescue. And, um, I know now that that given moment, that given time when I accepted Christ, he knew it and he planned it for me. And it wasn't an accident. It wasn't a coincidence. Um, you know, I really did. I really thought that that Joel Osteen could see through that television screen and see that I was, you know, changing from my, you know, daytime attire to my nighttime attire. It was that scary for me. Because what he was talking about was was what happened in my day, and I just remember that little you know every day he would go in and every day he would finish his sermon with, if you want to start a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, just repeat this after me, and it's 24 words I think I heard him say 14, <laughs> it's 24. Dear Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and I make you my Lord and Savior. It's that simple. It's that easy. But it's that given moment in time that God has destined, destined for us. I can I can have any person anywhere on this planet repeat those words, and it's not going to be the same as, as when God has destined us to do it. But I know that those words are just, you know, it was simple for me, and it will be simple for someone else. I can share it with them. And they will, um, you know, receive Christ just by doing that. You know, and I did it, and so can everybody else. Doesn't matter what we've done, anywhere, anytime, we can just turn right then. And I just always continually pray, because I know that somebody prayed for me, for the the lost, who didn't know. Didn't know any better, just that the Lord draw them to him. And they will. There's a continuing harvest that comes forth. Amen. I guess that's what you wanted me to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rebecca?
4: That was... Yeah. Rebecca?
2: Is Rebecca there?
0: No, Rebecca's phone just died. So, um... A she was She was actually calling in for prayer for Tracy. Um... She's here in the room with me. Um and at the same time we also have the very anointed Alex who has just joined us and he's on the line with us now. Say hi, Alex. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um so once again, yeah, Rebecca wanted um wanted us to keep praying for Tracy. Um And for boldness. And for boldness. And um okay. and for
2: that she's been accepted Because God wants me to go And pray for this little
0: girl And He and the devil knows That if I had to go by myself Then I would change my mind mm. Okay So <laughs> I'm talking to my wife here In the background Um Alex we're talking about um prayer Praying sure. for the Herzog And we are talking about the truth of the gospel And Um about this I guess we could call This tonight um, We don't really have sermon messages Because we don't have um, Orthodox sermons like most churches Do um, okay. But if we were going to have a message for tonight Or a message title I guess This would be the state of the, the State of the church union um, And we We've we the, we'd been talking about um, How nowadays churches um in general um are limited um by the government um and what they can say um what they can talk about, what they can pray um, and so, what are your thoughts on it?
5: My thoughts yes. well, you know um, I think uh, it's kind of interesting that that uh uh talk about that 'cause like I think I think we're a lot less limited than we think we are, in that we, because like a lot of, I hate to open up a baguette, you know, um, kind of a proverbial Pandora's box or whatever, um, but um, or a bag of worms. But basically, like a lot of times, what is, this is one thing that stands out to my mind. Uh, there's a lot of churches that um, have signed a document, and uh, it's called the 501c3, and it basically legitimizes the church in the eyes of the government, and it says, we are officially, you know, this, this, and and basically, it's saying, you know, we want recognition from the government um, to do what God's called us to do, but I don't think necessarily that we need that kind of recognition. I think if we just, uh, you know, we go about and do, you know, what God's called us to do, uh, we don't need the government's permission. We don't need the permission. If God's called us to do something, you know, He's He's the one that can endorse us, uh, and and you know, He that began a good work in us will finish it till the day of Jesus. So, you know, He said, "I'll build my I'll build my church, and the gates of hell won't prevail against it." So. Um man, I don't even know if that's what where you were going or not or
0: uh, um <laughs> were you listening to okay. even listening for the last like 50, 30 minutes of the show? No. Cuz that's exactly word for word pretty much what we started talking about in the first like 45 minutes of the show as we were talking about not wanting to get a 501C3.
5: Really?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what we were talking about. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny. That's the Holy Spirit for you. Um I mean I guess that's even more confirmation of it. Um because we're um so you know, Alex, um we are going to um the Lord willing. Um I always want to say that the Lord willing, um we're going to turn Prayer International into an actual church. And Okay, not okay. And not just a ministry We're going to go forward and actually make it a real church um, Online um, If we ha- if we can get a building We'll have um, local meetings too um, Not necessarily orthodox By any stretch of the imagination Because we want the Holy Spirit to control everything And you know I, when, when we say all this For all of you out there who are listening um, w- When we say things Or we talk about certain things In no means do we want to um, necessarily as it may sometimes appear we don't want to cast negative light on anybody, but you know more or less just point out what we believe the truth of the gospel says um, yeah. because I mean some of these some of some of the people we may mention i mean while we may not necessarily disagree on the way they they handle things or the way they do things, we don't doubt the Holy Spirit and working in them, you know Jesus said, whoever is Whoever is not against me is with me. And, yeah, that's right. And you know, the Lord, if He if He needs to, the Lord can cause a donkey to proclaim a prophetic message to someone, and He's done it before. Not saying I'm not saying that in the sense that they're donkeys, but you know, you know, Paul said um, in the Scripture, he said that some preach Christ out of um, pretty much selfish ambition, um, but he said regardless, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, regardless, Christ is preached and in that hour rejoice. And you know, as long as the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ is preached, people can get saved. Because the Bible says, how will they know unless someone tells them? How will someone tell them if they're not called or if they're not sent? And but we we feel strongly here at Prayer International, um um if I can speak for Prayer International. You know, we feel strongly that we are in the end times, Um, whether that means we have a year till the return of the Lord Jesus or whether that means we have 300 years or 1,000 years till the return of the Lord Jesus. We're still in the last days. Um, The Bible says, as in the days of Noah, so will the time be. And, you know, in the days of Noah, the world became exceedingly dark. They lost The knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ They no longer taught their children They no longer spoke about the love I mean about the Lord On the street corners and with their friends and family Um, He had become an absent memory And you know I I sometimes go through the scriptures In the Old Testament When the Lord said um, Talked about the feast And about the um, The holy days And he always would say Remember, remember, remember Remember the benefits of the Lord. Remember the good things the Lord has done. Remember the miracles. Remember the, the the deliverance. Remember the times when the Lord had a victory in your life. It goes back to Revelation when it says they overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and not loving their lives unto death. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything comes from the blood of Jesus. And our victory lies in our ability to verbally proclaim To the world that we have been delivered, that we've been sanctified, that we've been redeemed, that as Jesus said, the enemy comes and he has nothing in us, because we don't belong to the world, we're not citizens of the world, while the world declares a citizen, our citizenship is in heaven, and we're seated at the right hand of Jesus. So the Bible says we're seated in heavenly places with Christ, having been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. We are sealed and marked with the Holy Spirit. We've been given authority to declare that the kingdom and the dominion of the Lord God of Heaven is now active upon this earth. If we choose to walk, in it. and I have to add that if we choose to walk, in, if we choose to walk in it. Um which um unfortunately, many people in this world, whether through ignorance because they don't know any better or for whatever reason they they don't understand the kingdom of God is at hand. The first thing that Amen. Jesus said wasn't go out and raise the dead. he did say the first thing he the first thing he said wasn't to go out and lay hands on the sick and they will recover. even though he did say lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You know, the first okay. thing Jesus said is, go forth and as you go, declare, preaching the kingdom of God is at hand.
1: Yeah, come on. And it's
0: the, first, it's the first thing he said, the kingdom of God is at hand, the time is at hand, the day is far spent, cast off the works of darkness. Well, actually, Paul said that part. But, you know, the, I mean, it's like Paul said, the time is far spent. The days are over for the church to sit in weakness, groveling at the feet of the governments of this world and the enemy of this world, pretending, acting like we're on the defensive, afraid to <laughs> take away the authority that doesn't belong to them in the first place. We walk in the power of the risen of Amen. the risen Lord. It says we carry about the fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We actually believe that as a church, and when I say a church, I don't mean an individual church, but the church of the living God, the bride of Christ, who it says we are being built together for a dwelling place of God and the Spirit. You know, God said, where is the place that you will build for me since my hands have made all things? What house could you possibly build me? What temple or tabernacle or building made from human hands with bricks and stones and mortars would be sufficient to hold the presence of the living God? And the uncreated one. But he said, no, I desire to dwell among you and in you. And he's building us up together for a dwelling place of his spirit, of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh to dwell in, to be considered the bride of Christ. And we have this treasure in earthen vessels, and we go out in the world, and we deny the existence of it. And we, as a church in whole, we don't have unity because we can't agree on anything among ourselves, let alone the risen Lord Jesus. And you know, we, we don't walk in unity. We don't walk in power. We don't walk in authority because we don't want to walk in the power and authority. We're too afraid that the world is going to be displeased with us and that we're gonna get some negative reputation when the only person that we should care about pleasing is the Lord Jesus.
5: Amen. Hey, can I jump on that for a second?
0: Go for it. Okay man, I want to agree with you and pray for something, uh
5: just in the light of what you just were mentioning. Um and then and kinda of,
4: um,
5: uh just for boldness in behalf of the saints. That uh, the saints will will be strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, by the Word of God, uh, by the you know making alive the the Scriptures in their hearts and their in, their in their souls. That uh, that they will that the saints will be strengthened and encouraged to step out in the things that the Holy Spirit has prompted them to do. It may be something that they've never done before, or maybe just some some. New ground that they've never done But um, I was going to say we could just agree That God will give the saints boldness uh, Individually, collectively You know To to step out
0: Amen Oh definitely Because you know what Alex I think And I've always thought this um, And I don't know if y'all agree or not I think the times are coming When those Who walk in the light Will be in the light And those who walk in the darkness Will be in the darkness And there will be a stark difference Between the two And I think the days are coming When Christians will get a revelation The church in general Will get a revelation Of who their Messiah is Of who their Savior is And of the Holy Spirit And it will go back to those times Of people walking in fellowship With the Holy Spirit And when those times come, the children of God will no longer be ashamed of the God they serve. They'll they'll understand that the Bible says they have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And then in those days, which are on us now, because even the prophet Joel said, in those times, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men will see visions, your young men will dream dreams. And I think the times are coming when hearing of someone being healed or someone being raised from the dead or someone being having a demon cast out of them won't be uncommon because it'll be a general practice. And people will realize if a Christian's walking down the road, if they're hosting a demon, they need to turn around and go the other direction.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, and hey, you know, the same thing.
5: Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, you know, when Jesus was on this earth, and we have the ministry of Jesus, and he said, the works that I do, you'll do also. You know, when Jesus was on the earth, he didn't have people with demons running away from him. He had the people with demons running toward him, and not because the people wanted to run toward Jesus, but because the, the enemy himself, the demons that were affecting the people, couldn't help it except to run and say, what are you doing? Why are you here, son of the most high God? Are you here to torment me before my time?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, so
0: we have we have Chris back with us. Hey, Chris. You still there? Okay. Well, I think he's there. We still have Paul, right, Paul? Okay. Well, maybe Paul's not there. So it's just me and you, <laughs> Alex. Well,
1: <laughs> praise the whole-
5: Jesus. That's okay. <laughs>
0: You know, you know, uh, you know. Between me and you, oh, go ahead. Uh,
5: no, no, you go ahead. You fine
0: You know what I wonder, and for all of you listen out there, this is the one thing I really wonder. Okay. Um. You know, uh, there's a scripture in in Acts, and um, I'm gonna pull it up real fast. I'm gonna pull it up real fast. Um. It's Acts fifteen. I mean, 1528, and, um, have you, you know that verse, that chapter?
5: Acts 15? I don't know Acts 15 very well.
0: All right, let me actually pull it, pull up the whole thing, um, you know what, let me get my new, my new King James Version Bible, that's all, that's all marked up, so I know where everything's at, um why I can never have a, a different Bible because if I ever get a different Bible I won't know where anything's at because I won't have all the markings in it. Um Acts 1528 mm-hmm. for all of you ha- who have a Bible. Um and you know I'm going to go back a a tiny 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 bit. Um and this is um something that that Paul Paul was saying and you know I'll I'll start in verse twenty two. Um, it says, Then it pleased the apostles and the elders of the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was also named Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brethren. They wrote this letter by them The apostles, the elders, and the brethren, to the brethren who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Sicilia greetings. Since we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your souls, saying you must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good to us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas who will also report the same thing by word of mouth for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than the, the things that are necessary that you abstain from things offered to idols from blood from things strangled and from sexual immorality if you do yourself if you keep yourself from these you will do well and it's that verse twenty eight, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. You know, the um the the, the disciples, <laughs> Alex, the disciples didn't think that they were just doing the ministry, just them and the rest of the disciples. And when they when they had a decision to make or when they wanted to find out the direction of the Lord, they didn't just get get together among the, their friends, even though the Bible says in the multitude of councils are at safety. Um, they realized that the Holy Spirit was there, and the Ruach Akradesh and they understood the verse where Jesus said that He'll, that the Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance everything I said to you. And so, when they made a decision, they prayed, and they did, and they actually considered the Holy Spirit to be an active part of their ministry, so that they actually sought His advice and considered His advice just as important as their advice and their own thoughts. And I I would love to see the time when the church would stand up and they would say that we're going to do this, this, and this because it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us.
5: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, that reminds me. um, Have you ever heard of something called, uh, you've probably heard of it a ton, um, treasure hunting?
0: What do you mean treasure hunting?
5: Okay, my friend, I, I think I saw it on a video uh, One first And then a friend of mine told me about it What they do is These Christians, you know, when they're together when, when they're together Or they get together to it's, it's a form of evangelism where you just The Christians say, okay, God, we just want you to speak to us And, uh, you know And so they ask God to speak to them And then you know, somebody will get, you know, this like somebody will get they'll wait on the Holy Spirit and they'll like either write down what God shows them or they'll just, you know, wait and they'll they'll say, Okay, what did God show you? And then one person will say, Well, I got a red hat and then somebody else will say, Well, I got, you know,
4: Einstein's bagel
5: and then the other person will go, And I got um you know, something like uh, you know, Ugly dog. And then, anyways, and then, you know, somebody else will get something else. And you know, I guess most of the people have something to share or whatever. And so they'll kind of say, okay, well, sounds like we're going to Einstein Bagel. So i will get on the road and will get out to Einstein Bagel. And they'll, you know, and then some ugly dog will show up. And then just all these miracles start happening, just right in line with what they've been hearing. You know, it's all based on, you know, my sheep hear my voice. Kind of deal in the voice of a stranger, they won't follow. And, um, man, I'm sorry, it's kind of a rabbit trail, but you know, uh, uh, at the house fellowship that I was at tonight, we were praying, you know, that God would lead us in the whole, in the supernatural, you know, right. because it's pretty laid back, you know, we just kind of meet at the home, it's awesome, it's wonderful, it's beautiful, we worship God uh but there was a sister that was like I wanna do some more supernatural stuff
4: and um
5: you know, I mean, God's awesome, man. There's there's in the ways he's moving the church and leading the church, pockets, you know, maybe not the whole maybe we do, you know, need the fear of God and we don't fellowship like they used to in the book of Acts and daily at least here in the West, in the United States America. Uh what's normal. In the United States, But you know, God's moving, but there, there's definitely a, a big need for the fear of God in the churches at large. Um, Amen. And 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 not only that, you know, it's awesome when we come together because God desires it, and it's a blessing. Um, uh, you know, and but you know, I mean, the Lord says, "Don't forsake the assembling." That means like the inter. I think it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Kind of That that I don't know the Greek But I think that word is Somebody told me It's kind of like The jigsaw puzzle The interlinking of Don't think the interlinking Of yourself together As a man or some is And And so You know We we are made for that We're just made for it And uh, And so Maybe we I don't know man, Just throwing this out there But maybe we should just pray That God will you know, grant us the fear of God, and as the church here here in the West, especially, we need it. Um, but you know, also that um, that we will um, re- realize we do need to come together more and more, and 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 as the body of Christ, you know, and uh, you know more often. And, without the, the walls that are so prevalently put up, um, you know, by stupid doctrine kind of stuff.
0: You know, it's true, we do. Um, because, you know, for all of you listening out there, um, the downside of when of when it says um, assembling yourself together, don't forsake for the sake of assembling of yourself together with a brother. And, you know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. When you're around to other believers... Um when you're yeah. with the world, think like the world does. Um, we're wells. Um, I mean literally we our, our our whole body, our spirit, our soul, we're wells and we we take in so much, um, the things we see, the things we hear, and they come inside of us and it gets to a point where if you don't have if you're not continually filling yourself up with the word of God, then the only thing that's coming inside of you is the thoughts and the intents and the um and the opinions of the world. And so if you're only surrounding yourself with people who are in the world and think like the world, then the only knowledge that you have inside of you is that of the world. But if you're filling yourself up with the word of God and you're continually being around those other people who share the love of the Lord Jesus Christ, then you have that inside of you. And, you know, whatever's inside of you is what's going to come out, what's going to come out of you. You know, Jesus said the things that devile a man are not the things that necessarily go in him, but the things that come out of him because the – Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And, you know, the Bible says you'll know a tree by your fruit. And you can tell a tree by the words that come out of their mouth. I mean, you can tell a person and their character um, and their relationship with the Lord by the words that are coming out of their mouth. And you can tell um, how established, how grounded a person is on the word of God. By number, You can tell um, what kind of person they are by what comes out of their mouth, and you can tell how established they are and how rooted in the in the, in the scripture by how they conduct themselves in the midst of a trial and how they conduct themselves in the midst of a victory as well for that matter. Um, but I think that the church does need to, to come together to lay aside all the, you know, someone um, said in the chat room earlier, and, and it's true, um, we, we, the world even christians everybody's going to disagree on some things but the one thing we always need to agree on is the word of god and the one thing we always because you know some people in church they like some worship music some people like other music some people like short sermons some people like long sermons but you know those are all trivial things compared to the knowledge of the lord jesus christ which is the only thing that really matters is that christ jesus died to save the sinner And, you know, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. God offers sinful people eternal life. And we need to speak the truth of the gospel. And we need to have unity, to pray for each other, to stand in agreement for one another, to stand in the gap for one another, um, to bear in each other's burdens. um, Because we can't be isolated. We can't do anything alone. Um, Just like we can't do anything without the Lord Jesus. We're not made to do the work of the ministry and to do the work of the Lord by ourselves. As individual people, we're meant to do it as a body, which is why the Bible says that we're many, we're many members, but yet the same body. Some of us are hands, some of us are eyes, some of us are legs. We all have different functions, but all the functions come together to create a whole man and without and without certain pieces the 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 man is not whole he's not complete and the head of the body is the Lord Jesus Christ which is where the thought where which is actually what should be which be the ruling part is the Lord Jesus but um you know it's one thing we we do need to pray for that the Lord will unify the church that the Lord will give the church a vision not just of Necessarily unification, but of their of, of the church's real identity in Him, the church's real place, and the church's not only the church's authority, because the authority comes with knowing the identity. When you know your identity, you automatically walk in the authority that comes with the identity which you have. Um, when you walk in. The knowledge and the revelation of who you are in Christ Jesus, you don't have to worry about having authority because the authority automatically comes just from the very status of the position which you hold. No one has to go tell, say, the President of the United States how much authority he has
1: because the very
0: authority that the President has comes with the position which he holds. And in the same like manner, the Church of the Living God has authority in the earth um, through the name of Jesus. Not just, And no one has to tell the church he has authority. All they have to do is understand who they really are and the position they hold as ambassadors of Christ. And But we're never going to get there if we can't get unified. We're never going to get there if we're not seeking the face of the Lord. We're never going to get there if we're caught up um, fighting among ourselves for the glory that doesn't belong to us to begin with. And we need to spend more time interceding. We need to spend more time... Praying and actually doing the works of Jesus um, I would much rather be out on the streets On the street corners Finding the lost Feeding the feeding the, feeding the the hungry um, And doing all those things That Jesus would do Because you know I heard someone A preacher say once If Jesus was here in today's times He wouldn't be in church He'd be out on the street corners Doing the things that he always did Which in some manner Is the things that we need to be doing as well not trying to exclude people from the church like it's some super special club but to be going out to like the highways and byways as the scripture declares and bringing the people in making place at the table for the lost for those who have been rejected by the world and from those who are needing the love of the father and we need to be interceding and praying and asking the Lord to soften the hearts of those who have, who their hearts have been hardened to the Lord through the knowledge of the world so that they can be, receive the revelation of the love of God for their own life, and which in turn not only changes their, their own life, but it will also affect the life of everybody they come in contact to and everybody around them. Um, so um, that being said, um, for all you out there, um, we we're talking about prayer and, um, you know, when we were, um, if you know, Alex, Tracy was in an accident, um, a month ago and she's been having, um, some really bad, um, side effects from her injury. And I guess, um, they went back to the hospital. Chris was on the show a little while ago and he got off cause he had to take Tracy back to the hospital. Um, and so we're not sure if it's a just a result of her injury or if it's um a demonic attack and while some of you out there may not they may sound weird for us to say it could be a demonic attack um but we do know the lord does i mean the enemy does cause things to happen and he can cause things to happen um whenever you're in the midst of a breakthrough The enemy will always come in and try to attack you so that he can, um, dishearten you so that he can bring fear and bring doubt into your life. But we trust the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that we, we know the son of the living God. We know the God in whom we serve, who is the God who's more than enough. And so we're going to take a minute and, um, pray once again, um, for Tracy, for her to be healed. And, um, that the enemy be rebuked. Um, hey, Alex, how do you feel about brand? <clears throat> sure,
5: sure. Okay. Um, okay, so we're going to pray for Tracy, and we're going to rebuke the enemy. Um, Lord, we just thank you for Tracy. God, thank you for her life. Thank you for the blessing that she is. Uh, Lord, we just thank you that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. It's spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, uh, and we just command a reassignment of a hell that is coming come against her body to leave her in the name of Jesus, to be removed, to go into a dry and waterless place in the name of Jesus. Um, Father, we speak blessing and life and restoration over her body. We agree, according to your promise, that if we agree with touching, your son said if we agree with touching anything, it would be done by you in heaven. We agree. For absolute restoration healing uh just the resurrection life of Jesus to flow through her body now um, um that she might walk whole and never have to think another day about this junk that uh that has um been plaguing her physically god in the name of jesus this will be we we just agree that this is gonna be the last day she 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 has to deal with this uh uh this this injury um and Father, we just we proclaim her freedom. We proclaim freedom from head to toe, all over her body. God, life, peace, rest, restoration. Um, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Father, Lord God, <laughs> Daddy, we honor you. Father, thanking you for your blood, thanking you for who you are, thanking you for your word and your precious promises by which we make, and the words you've given us. So we could buy them, we can wage good warfare, Lord. And, you know, Alex, like Alex just prayed, Father, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Lord, but against principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this age, Father. So, Lord, as your word declares, if two or more of us are gathered together in your name that you're there in the midst. Jesus, you said if we ask anything in your name, you will do it. So, Father, we're here. We have people listening from all over the world tonight, Father. And so we are asking and beseeching you, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, complete restoration on Tracy right now. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke every demonic spirit, every spirit that would attack her in the name of Jesus Christ. And we command you to leave in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every spirit of torment in the name of Jesus and command you to leave. Father, like Alex said, complete and total restoration over her body. Father, every organ, every vertebrae, every bone, every muscle, every tissue, Father, every fiber in her being, Father, we ask and command in the name of Jesus. We command this body to be restored in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the name yeah. that is above every name Father and Lord we ask Father tonight Lord we pray for and ask for uh, Father the salvation of every leader of every nation of every country Father on this earth that you made Lord that you would touch their hearts from Vladimir Putin Father to Barack Obama Father Lord I agree even though I don't remember their names, Father, the president of, I mean, the new leader of Korea, um, Greenland, Mexico, Hugo, I mean, Caesar Chavez, Father, the leader of Israel, Lord, that You would establish Your name to be great, Father, in their lives, Father. Lord, that You would cause Your name to be great, Father, cause Your glory your Holy Spirit, to be poured out in these nations, Lord. Father, raise up harvesters, Lord. Raise up men and women to go into the fields, Lord. For you said, the harvest is ripe, Jesus. And you said to <laughs> pray to the yeah. harvest anyways, and laborers into the field. So, Father, we ask, Lord, raise up a generation of laborers, Father, bold, who are bold as lions to go forth, Lord, declaring the name of Jesus, declaring that the kingdom yes. of God is at hand.
5: Yes, yes. Father, yes. from
0: one corner of this earth to the other.
1: Jesus, thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So can, we op- list- yes.
5: Uh, can we lift up the, the Ugandan uh, orphans?
0: Yeah. Oh.
5: About a million.
0: Yeah. Yes, we can And we actually have um, One of our good friends Online right now I mean, not online But um, in the chat room From Grace Orphanage Um, And we'll get into that In a little bit Um, But let's pray for the Orphanages in general Um, But Grace Orphanage Is actually in in, uh, In Hold on one second Um Anyway, okay, let's just go ahead and pray. Um, okay, Lord,
5: um, thank you, Father. We thank you that you are a Father to the fatherless and a judge of the widow in your holy habitation, God. Uh, Lord, we lift up the the orphans, um, uh, specifically in Uganda. Uh, I just found out the other day there's about two million uh, orphans. There, Lord, we just pray that you'll send labors to every single orphan
1: um,
5: that uh, they may be, they may know you and your love and the height and the depth, every part of it, the practical, they may be fed, they may be clothed, they may be taught, they may be encouraged, they be, they get an amazing education, they would be, receive unconditional love uh, from from you through your People uh, send labors to everyone. And um, just, we, Father, you said if we agree, it's touching, any, your son said if we agree, it's touching anything, you do it. So we do agree for you to send labors into their lives uh, in the name of Jesus. What's my
4: phone number? 2146. What's your phone number? <laughs> well, I. You got to forgive me. Um, I'm in the middle of a major storm.
0: Uh, I can't even remember
4: my own phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, uh, Sean, I need you to call me on my home phone. I just gave it to you. Um, I need to talk to you. It's pretty serious. All right, just give me a second. Um, Let uh, let, uh, Alex pray for everybody for a bit. Have him pray for Christian Tracy. Can you take it for like five, six minutes?
5: Mm Me?
4: Yeah.
5: Sure, sure, yeah, I'll take him (laughs) Okay, Holy Spirit It's
0: Holy Spirit and Alex For the next few minutes Uh, Thank you, Alex, very much It's all yours, Alex Sure,
5: my pleasure Um Well Um um, To everybody that's listening Um Uh We're just going to go ahead and, and Continue to pray Um uh specifically um uh i want to pray for not just the orphanage um orphans in in Uganda but uh the orphans that um that are around the world uh, nothing is impossible with god and and he said um, ask and you shall receive um that your joy may be full and and God's heart is, is towards the widows and, and the orphans. And so, um, I'm just going to invite you to stand in agreement with me, uh, for, as we pray, um, for the orphans, um, in and around the world. Um, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you that you didn't leave us fatherless. Um, thanking you that you, We know that you care about orphans because you sent Jesus to rescue us and give us a father that is everlasting and new citizenship. And you have protected us. You have comforted us. You have have, um, blessed us and given us everything that we need for life and godliness. Father, we ask no less in the name of Jesus for the orphans, here in and here in the United States as well as throughout the world um father we thank you for your perfect love that casts out all fear we ask you um, <laughs> your son said if we would agree to touching anything you do it so father we just agree in Jesus name that you'll send laborers into the lives of the orphans um in, in the United States in in every nation, God, Mozambique, um, South Africa, uh wherever the need is, uh wherever the need is that you will send laborers, God, into the nations, God, to into the orphans' lives around the world, God. Um, mm-hmm. you are the great I am, the living God. We worship you and we praise you. We thank you. For your presence and your power, we thank you for your love and kindness God. we thank you that your word and your promises never fail us you are you are great and you are you are you hear us God um, I join my faith with my other brothers and sisters in in the um in the nations that they are believing uh you to uh to minister to the orphans. Wherever they may be, in whatever nations, I ju- I just agree with my brothers and sisters for for the nations that they're praying for, uh, where there are orphans, I I just uh, stand in agreement in the cities, in the states, in the name of Jesus, Father, we agree as your children. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, um, on this earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Um. Amen. So um this is uh this is a blog this is a prayer international um, and um and Sean and and Chris have asked me to step in. My name is uh Alex Posey and uh they've asked me to step in and to host the show briefly. Um, and so um what Uh, I'm going to do right now Is I'm just going to jump into The word of God Uh, I'm going to jump into um, The book of Luke Chapter 15 And um, we're just going to Begin to read And we're going to go We're going to pray And um, so in in Luke chapter 15 um, It's uh, The title of this Chapter is the The parable of the lost sheep The story of the lost sheep It says Then all the tax collectors And the sinners Drew near to hear Jesus To hear him Um, And it says The Pharisees and the scribes Complained Saying This man receives sinners And he eats with them Uh, So he spoke So Jesus He spoke this parable To them, saying What man Of you Having a hundred sheep If he loses one Does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes, when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that likewise, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance um and um you know uh that's uh yeah i can just that's like the story of my life i was that sinner and uh and every day i i I need to repent <laughs> cuz I've got all kinds of stuff that tries to rise up every day. So um uh it's good to know that that um that the father's joy um is is, is over us when for, whether it was the first time we needed it or whether um we're just um a lost sheep <laughs> and uh, and uh, and he has to go and find us and rescue us. Thank God for the Holy Spirit and and his, his finding us and willingness to to go out and search us out and and bring us back into his his uh, his embrace. And uh, the we've got such an amazing Father, such a loving Father. It's amazing. I'm amazed. Um, um, I'm going to transition a little bit um, I, I believe there's quite a few uh, mission strips that are um, going to be taking place uh, it, summer's coming up um, and not too far in advance not too far in the future and uh, e- even now I know our church is planning some mission strips or at least one mission strip um here in the next couple of weeks um, in May and 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 so um, you know I, I want to lift up the the um, the pastors and the churches and the mission strips that um, are being that Holy Spirit is kind of engineering through through the body of Christ and to go and to reach out. It's. Um, God is such a good God. He's amazing, and so um, it's just amazing. I take this as fallible as as we can be, and He uses us, and lets us participate with Him in in stepping out and seeing Him uh, 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 bring life in in as a part of His family. Um, so let's uh, let's lift up. Um, Missions Teams And mission strips That are Being developed And being Um Prepared Right now Um Going Into different parts Of the world And just ask God's Uh Blessing And kiss To be upon Every single one And um That uh He will He will receive Many Um Newly Into his kingdom And he will restore And strengthen The churches and through the these trips and that uh that a powerful a great harvest will will be seen uh as a fruit of these these trips um, um if you have a specific mission trip that you're thinking about going on or that you know of uh taking place you can mention that and I'll just I'll um we can stand in agreement uh for for this for for these various ones For the ones that you're believing God for I'll, I'll stand in agreement with you um, And so We're just going to lift this up Father, th- Father, thank you Thank you we can just call you Father, you're so good, thank you for your amazing uh, Care and, and love and kindness and, com- and grace Thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you We praise the glory of your grace God And we thank you for the the um the various missions endeavors that uh that are being um planned out that the holy spirit is is stirring up in different um churches and missions uh missions organizations and uh and um just wherever the body of christ is you've been on the body of Christ, body of Christ's heart to step out. Um, it may just be next door um, A church going to reach out to uh, a community Father we lift them up We lift them up to you now Father thank you For the Holy Spirit Thank you for the word of life Thank you that you said go into all the world And to preach the gospel to every creature And he that believes and Is baptized will be saved And he that believes not uh, will be damned And these signs shall follow them that believe Um Father, we ask in the name of Jesus for even for the people that you're calling to be a part of these trips and and we ask you to bless them now, Father, in the name of Jesus that you just encourage them with the word of God, uplift them, strengthen them. We pray that the, that that uh, your saints will have ears to hear you say, um, "Join me in this. Uh, come with me. I want you to go on this trip with me with with this group in, uh and I'm going to show you the love And current, I'm going to show you a part of me Maybe you've never seen before Father, I pray in the name of Jesus For every single team Whether it's in South Korea Whether it's in Brazil Whether it's in um, um, in China Wherever this team The teams may be um, preparing and planning And, and praying uh, regarding these trips Father, we ask in Jesus' name That you bless them Oh Father, that you'd encourage the saints that you'd encourage the the people um that uh who are who are seated with you in heaven uh, uh yet their feet are st- standing on this earth um Father, we pray the, for the saints and the the groups that are going, pray for unity um, of the body and the bond of peace the spirit in the bond of peace we pray for um wisdom for the for those who who are pastors and those who are leaders um, in these respective um missions endeavors father bless them encourage them give them wisdom god father we pray for we just speak life we speak um peace in the name of jesus we speak um a- encouragement god we declare we say let in jesus' name let the, all the people that you um, that you are calling to be upon part of these these endeavors, um, let them be encouraged. Let them be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Let them know the mind of Christ and and have the mind of Christ. Bless them, God. Uh, we ask you just to do show yourself mighty in in, in signs and wonders, God. Stretch out your hands, God. Do you, we pray for miracles of provision, God, miracles of blessing, God, encouraging words from other believers, God, in Jesus' name, <laughs> excuse me, and um, we also pray that the relationships, give the, the um, as, as these trips are being put in place and, and, and prepared for, we pray that you'll give the leaders wisdom. Uh, All the wisdom that they need And um, That love Will be the motivating factor Behind all this God That's your love Um, uh, Revealed Your love um, uh, Practically um, Just in the most practical terms Would be the motivating factor In every one of these trips And every one of these um, Members that are planning Just bless it Thank you Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for what you have done and what you're doing. And we ask you, Father, baptize these teams with your love, your wisdom, revelation, your peace. And God's in your Holy Spirit and fire, God, fill them up in the name of Jesus. The word of God richly dwell in them. God, let every member be strengthened and encouraged with the word of God and be filled up with um testimonies they can share. In the name of Jesus and I just I do now agree with everybody um uh, that is specifically believing for um any particular groups. I just did an agreement, Father, um, with them in, in their faith, um, in their petitions to see you glorified in these mission strips and uh Locally and throughout the world In the name of Jesus We thank you that uh, For hearing our prayer In Jesus name Amen Wow That was a big long prayer I'm sorry I probably just like Took that thing And ran with it But uh Anyways uh, Um uh, If you're If you're joining Um Prayer International Um Just now my, My name is David And uh Goodness gracious Um I'm really confusing everybody. everybody. Um, I've told everybody my name is Alex and my name is David Alexander. Some people know me by David, some people know me by Alex. Uh, and, um, but nevertheless, we are um, uh, praying for uh, missions teams and orphans. Um, and uh, we have been while um, Sean Holmborg is um, is in intermission and um, anyway so uh, we are going we've been going over um, looking at Luke chapter 15 and um, and I'm just going to go move forward in, in um, chapter 15 verses um, um, 8 th- in, through 10 Um and uh, in this verse, in chapter 15, 8 through 10, um, Jesus is talking. He says, what what woman, he says, or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search, the, search carefully until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace. Which I have, which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of angels of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Um. Okay, so again, um, we're, we're I'm going to just move forward a little bit. Um, there there's another parable of the lost son, and. Uh, Excuse me, this is a really powerful um, a parable. Anyways, I'm just going to read it. Uh, Jesus is talking, and, and, and it says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. He So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together journeyed to a far country, and there, wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Okay. Uh, been there, done that. <laughs> um, so this is talk. this story is story's getting a little bit more personal than I, I thought it would. This is a story about Alex. <laughs> and maybe some of y'all can relate, too. It says, but when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Then he went home. No, no. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Wow, I wonder how many people are there that are, are relating to this. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods. Okay, there is a note here. Um, Carob pods, wow, that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. Wow. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I sinned against heaven and before you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he rose and came to his father, But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven in, in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. Maybe he didn't yell. But he said that. And bring the fatted calf here And kill it And let us eat and be merry For this My son was dead And alive again He was lost and is found And they began to be merry um, I could stop right here <clears throat> Because um, this is This is a uh, I don't know how many of you can relate to that story, but that um, this is a uh, this is my story, um, and I don't know. I'm just going to make this short and sweet. But uh, there was a time when God called. I, I sensed uh, the clear, a clear, very, 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 um, um, just. I don't know how to put it, but a very clear, um, realization that God was calling me, uh, and I know many of you have already had that, um, for many of you, that, that's something that registers, um, and, uh, anyways, so when, uh, when that took place in my life, it was probably the most intense thing I've ever experienced in my life, um. Just to, uh, um, I had I had no frame of reference previous to this point for anything like this ever happening to anybody on Earth, uh, except for I've heard people's testimonies. But this is one-on-one, and this is God in me, and God was shaking my world. And uh, when He showed me what He what, when He baptized me with His love and with His um, and just revealed His. Um, his grace became so apparent to me and, um, he was shaking all kinds of stuff out of me, revealing to me just why that I had believed for a long time. And, and so, um, make a long story short, <clears throat> uh, he just began to give me these songs and, and, uh, and, uh, I, I've always loved singing and stuff like that. So, um, it was just, I, um, I knew God was just bringing me to a place that I'd never been with Him before, and uh, He had really kind of prepared my whole life for for this moment. And uh, when when it came, uh, uh, my first response was, you know, I, I was afraid of what people would think. So I just I was like, man, I can't release these songs that. God's given me, otherwise people will think I'm nuts. So I kinda of held everything in and when I did that um for a season, uh the enemy told me I committed the unforgivable sin. And uh and honestly I, I um I did exactly what the prodigal son did. I um, I uh I wasted my my um living uh my inheritance uh, on riotous living and uh thinking that i committed the unforgivable sins and I was, I was like just like for three years i was i was doing this and um and uh it's so funny because in this uh chapter um i guess we're, we're reading out of luke 15 15th chapter and uh it says um <clears throat> That he joined himself to a citizen of the country and he sent him into sent him into his fields to feed swine. I mean, I can totally relate to pretty much both parts of that um, man I was just i joined myself to a uh, a friend but uh and and uh you know, just kind of linked up with him, and he was a backslidden Christian too, and I took. And, uh, ultimately I ended up in a, several institutions and a homeless shelter and all kinds of stuff and, you know, just thought it was done, I'm over, it might, might, you know. And then, uh, I ended up in this one institution in Dallas, Texas, a homeless shelter, um, and, uh, really, literally was eating, um, secondhand stuff that nobody wanted anymore. Um, and um kind of got to the point where i I was thinking you know and, and in this particular uh place I was at, I had to hear preaching um pretty much every day, and um and so at that point i, I kind of uh had this prodigal where the um prodigal son um by the way, the prodigal, of my understanding, is the prodigal of the father, and it's the prodigal's son that uh that the story is about it's the relationship between the prodigal and his and his son and anyway so um, the the son um, he says he says to himself, he says, uh, how many?" It says, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread in us in despair, and I perish with hunger? I will rise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Hilarious. This is hilarious because, you know, the God, the Father does not even call it. (laughs) Isn't, he he doesn't even comment um when when the son, the son says, you know, I've sinned against heaven in in your sight and the Lord worthy to be called your son he doesn't even comment, he just says, Hey man, bring out the best robe and put it on and bring it and bring the uh, ring uh put it on his hand and sandals up on his feet. God just lavishes the son. And so I, I just kinda wanna throw this in there. Um when uh, when I was in the shelter, you know, I, I thought, man, if I preach him preaching, um, you know, like every day, I might as, uh, and even a joke, you know, I might as well go to where I can hear the truth and love. And
1: um,
5: with all due respect to that shelter, it, it was just kind of like one of those, um, maybe where the swine was, and, uh, you know, kind of feeding swine and just kind of living in that kind of. Uh, existence and and so I was there because i you know thought i committed the unforgivable sin and didn't think I was worthy to go to church, so kicked myself out of church and so uh when I went back when i actually had a phone from a friend of mine that um was uh uh part uh a believer in the the church that i um um, had left and was being, it was receiving the truth of love in, and, and, and I had to, I just, it was a longing my I had to go back, and I just called him up, and I said, hey, bro,
4: you know,
5: and just found out just from that phone call that the church had moved actually closer to where I was, uh, living at the time, and um, they moved, they were closer to where I was, and so, um, I think the next the next Sunday, I went out to that. Um, that for the first time in like three years, I think it was three or four years, I stepped inside the church and and uh,
1: it was a. It, you know,
5: wasn't the easiest thing in the world for me to do, but I'm so thankful that that God's grace is is an unchanging grace. And when I went inside, um, you know, within a, literally. Uh, um, no, it was just, it was within a month um of returning back to fellowship, life giving fellowship and uh in a local church, I God had blessed me. and I like he had stabilized my life outwardly, I'll just say that. And I know everybody's a little bit different and every story's not gonna be the same, but check this out. This is what this is what uh, the father does in the son's life. So uh, it says, and this is the son uh, he says he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion on him, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him, and the son said to him, Father I have sinned against heaven, and your sight and no, okay, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what that was <laughs> um But, um, he said, it says, the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven in in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Um, but the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry, um, I really didn't uh, emphasize exactly what happened there, but basically, in a nutshell, um, the father um, the father throws a party. It's massive party, and uh, and it's so massive that
4: uh, it tells a little bit later
5: that uh, I mean he he brings the best rug, puts on, puts a ring. The ring is a check writer right there. That ring you can use that ring to buy stuff with because the signet ring uh, back in the day uh, they used it to buy stuff with Um, it was just like a check signature that's what it was uh, recognized for back when this was written sandals on his feet so that's he got rid of the work galoshes where he was if he had any when he was uh, feeding pigs. Uh, he out with the pigs, and he got some sandals. That's that's rest. That's rest right there. Sandals are for rest. Okay. Bring the fatted calf here and kill it. Let us eat and be merry. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. For he was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. So that's what happened with me. Uh, I mean that that is God's heart to 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 people that. Don't even realize there's hope for them anymore
4: okay that is
5: that is the reality' that's God's heart for everybody that doesn't realize there that there's mercy or grace for them anymore that's how real that's the that's the truth that is the truth god God is a god of care and compassion And healing and restoration. He's gentle. He's full of compassion. He's slow to anger and His great mercy. Nothing, nothing, is gonna change the love of God that God has has for each and every one of us. Honestly, I don't even be, deserve to be, you know, talking to anybody on this line because, uh, apart from the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know man That's the only thing That any Of us really have Have uh, uh, Can take any stock in That God is a father That will never leave us God is a father That is a God of love God of mercy And uh, He's a God that will Never leave you Nor forsake you And so uh, I don't know Um, um, If that's connected With anybody But my prayer That would be uh, a connection point for for some for those who need in, um, encouragement. And so, anyways, so uh, yeah, so that was kind of like what happened to me. As soon as um, uh, as soon as I started going back to church, within a month, I had a, got it outwardly stabilized my life. I had actually got a full time job, a stable place to live, and reliable transportation. And um, and over the next three years uh, Is another story But over the next three years He was just showing me that his gifts And his callings in my life were not going to change And that was just um, And um, I don't know if it took the prodigal son As long as it took me
1: (laughs) To get a hold of it (laughs) Get a hold of that one But but, uh,
5: you know God You know God gave him the power to write checks from the, right from the get go, and that is awesome. What a great God! What a great God we serve! An amazing Father we have. What a wonderful Father! His word is so so. You know the Bible talks about the patience of the Scriptures, and uh, there's no doubt
4: that God, that God is patient with us,
5: just as we read the 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 living words, the words of. Love and kindness and tenderness and patience it's such a powerful praise god for for his word um, anyway so um, um I appreciate uh everybody bearing with me in this interim time where I'm filling in for sean um, but uh anyways um this was uh I just I just I decided to open up the Bible and start start jumping in, and, and uh, so um, we've been reading about the uh, the prodigal and uh, about his son and what is how he gave the the inheritance to his both of his sons actually, and uh, and went off and just wasted everything and and uh, just lived a, a wild wild life. And really wasted everything his dad gave him, and uh, and and I, I kind of connected that with with a little bit about my my life. Um, anyway, so I do want to jump into. Uh, let's see. Let, let's just finish this out because it's really a good story. It's better than anything I can uh, try to say. Uh, uh. That I can think of. So it's. Uh, we're going to read from verse 25 we're in chapter 15 of the book of Luke uh, Luke 15 25 and uh, in, in this chapter uh, Luke 15:25 it says now his older son was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house he heard music and dancing How-
2: with Lucky Land Plus you can get lucky just about anywhere